Hello and welcome back to the Premier League project. So in this episode we're reviewing Leicester's pretty famous win against Manchester United in the FA Cup final. And I've got Mark on a Leicester fan uh, to discuss it with him. So Mark, should we just get started? I mean, you booked yep. a place in the semi-final. How did you do it? Oh, well, first of all, I'm, I'm absolutely buzzing. Really, really happy with that because we haven't beat Man U since 2014 when we beat them 5-3. So that, that's that who do I fall back as well. Because a lot of my mates are my new fans, so I'm very happy that we won today. Yeah. Um, how have we done it, you ask? Well, I think we played the the five at the back brilliantly today. And I, and I know I've come on here and slated it before, but it's the first it's the first time... Um, Sheffield United was the first time we had all of our sort of um, back five uh, first choice, apart from Ricardo this game. But we had our, we had our three defenders in Seundru, Evans and Farnock. It was the first time that happened in against Sheffield United and we've played it again today and it really did work. Because I think before we've played the, the five at the back with, with the three centre-halves, there's always been sort of a Marty in there or, or someone that you've got to sort of look after and, and, and baby, if you like. So yeah. to have our three best centre-halves there, it just looked so much more fluid. And, and But I think Sionchu out of the three of them, were at, he was brilliant today. He really was. Yeah, he had a really good game, didn't he? Yeah. To be honest, I thought you dominated the game from start to finish. I thought you were by far the better side. And- oh, yeah. So I messaged you, didn't I? I just before they scored in the first half, saying, "Oh, you, you're way on top here." They, yeah. they didn't deserve anything. I thought three 0 no. would have been probably fair. I think that the half-time score of one all flattered them. It really did. Yeah, no, I, 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 would, I would tend to agree. I don't think they were really in the game for any of the the 90 minutes. There was there was little spells here and there, but they didn't actually create too much, did they? It's funny you mentioned the defence and how that worked. I thought you in midfield you annihilated them. Yeah. The amount of times that they had the ball with Fred. McTominay when he were on the pitch, Matic, and they just they just gave it away because your press was so good in the midfield. Mm. Yeah, the press was especially good. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, and indeed in Tillemans, I've been banging on about Tillemans mm. since day dot really, and I've I've always liked him. But um, yeah, he, I thought indeed as well was 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 superb today. Yeah, he was. The only the I want to get on someone else as well who I thought yeah you knew been big enough. I already know it, and I think you mm. know him would say it. Ian Acho. Now, you've been linked with the striker quite heavily. Do you think he's Mm. now sort of coming into the occasion as maybe you don't even need a striker? Because he's he's really coming to his own in recent weeks. I did think that, yeah. I mean, for people that don't know, we bought Ian Acho as a a 19-year-old from Man City for 25 minutes. And um, he did struggle for the first few years. I mean, even every time he did start games, he'd he'd score. But there'd, there'd obviously be a lot of missed opportunities in there as well. But he's yeah. now, I think he just turned 24, so he's coming into his, his peak, well, not peak years, but, I mean, he's still in his development years. But sometimes it just takes a little longer than some other players. Um, so it looks like he's coming into his best work now at 24. And for the last month, he's been a- absolutely brilliant. Not just his goals as well, his all-round game, like the way he links play, he drops deep, he provides assists for other players, his hold-up play is brilliant. He, and, and today, all-round, he was just really, really good again. And... Uh, yeah, he's really, really coming into the form at the right time of the season as well. And he took his goal. He, he took his goals really well today. I mean, the first yeah. goal, admittedly, they were sort of both handing on to on a plate, but you still got to put the ball in the net, aren't you? Like mm. the first one, the way he just skips around the keeper. Well, and it's quite, the movement as well. Yeah, exactly. He skipped around the keeper quite comfortably and rolled it in. Yeah. He's yeah. sort of finished that maybe two months ago he might not do, and he might just try yeah. hit it and and maybe miss. But the the sort of confidence he's playing with, especially with the obviously hat trick against Sheffield United. Yeah. I mean, I agree because really? I've always had the opinion that Ian Acho, like a lot of left fans, got frustrated with him and and thought his time was up. Now it's completely different. 
every Leicester fan absolutely idolises this man because not just because of his work on the pitch, but he's he's such a good person off the pitch as well. His he does seem like really, a really nice guy, doesn't he? So. Yeah, he's a, he's a very likable guy in actually. But yeah, it's just been the last sort of I think he's got ten goals in his last nine games or something. He he's just been absolutely on fire recently, and and obviously this was in the FA Cup, but with nine games to go in the Premier League. With his sort of form, it really does give me confidence going into into those last last nine games for the top four finish. I'd say one thing I love about him is that his interviews are unbelievably good, aren't they? Oh yeah, his interviews are brilliant. Yeah, yeah, they are, they are so good. Another Having good said one that, today. though, his strike partner it ain't really working for Vardy at the moment, is it? It's not working for him in terms of goal scoring, but it's, but the two of them really link play really well, and they've just got an understanding of each other's game. Like like Ian Acho knows when to drop and, and Vardy knows when to go. And and what you don't see with Vardy is he hasn't scored today, but he, he creates so much space for the for the goals. Especially the Tillemans one, he 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 um made that run inside yeah. and dra- dragged Lindelof out, created space for Tillemans to shoot and score. And and even um with Ian Acho, he just linked the play really well and, and created space for Kalechi. And and that's kind of been the story for the last few months. It's been Ian Acho getting the headlines, but Vardy sort of providing the assists or Already helping him get the goals. Yeah, the, the only reason I mentioned him is because there was definitely there was one moment in the second half mm, yeah. where you'd back your bottom dollar that Vardy's going to score. Yeah. He didn't put it anywhere near the. He, yeah, of course. He yeah, of course. Dragged he's, it really wide, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, whether he's not got the confidence, I, I doubt it because Vardy never really loses confidence ever. But um, yeah, those ones you'd expect him to score. So I'm not sure if it's just sort of a lack of sharpness or. I he don't tried know, to move it huge, didn't he, with it? He should have just rolled yeah. it in a far corner, but he tried to yeah, move it clever and yeah. put it in at near post. It just didn't. Yeah, he's got to score them ones, yeah. It's the, 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 the reason I mention it more than anything is that's the sort of chance he just scores for mm. fun. That's his chance, in a way. Yeah. yeah. Like when yeah, he stopped beating Defender. He'd beat, his, he'd beat Maguire, didn't he? And then yeah. I but, thought Maguire was, was really poor today as well. Oh, but, I mean, the whole United defence was quite shaky, to be honest. Because I actually thought he was probably one of the best of the bad bunch, to be honest. He was. He, he was in the sense, worse. But, yeah, he was. But he did. I mean, for the whole 90 minutes overall, I think he got dragged out a few times in the first half and picked up a bucket. And he actually was sort of running him ragging for a lot of the game. But yeah, he did He did defend Vardy well a few times. I can remember that. But I think overall he had a poor game, Maguire. So did, like so did Lindelof. I'm imagining you'd have been looking out with, a, with your eye out for it. <laughs> Hopefully, finding bad things in Maguire's performance. Yeah, 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 to be fair, I'm probably being off, but <laughs> Ian actually did did run in ragged first half. To be fair, but the the press from Leicester was uh, was superb though. Like the mm. the first goal does. It, admittedly, it's a Fred mistake because it is, but yeah. the it doesn't happen if you don't press. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't. Mm. The goal just doesn't happen. Yeah, that. it was really impressive. I mean, the way we controlled the game as well today was was really impressive because they didn't have a sniff Man United for most of the ninety minutes. Every time they got the ball. We'd win it straight back. I mean, it was only until the last sort of 15 minutes where they sort of really went for it and, and tried to get some shots on target and stuff. And Bruno Fernandes had a great free kick that was, that was saved well by Schmeichel, but I think it was a fully deserving victory. To yeah, for that but do you, know when, do you know when we fought back to like your game against Chelsea and things like that, where I'm like, I'm still not sure about Leicester? Yeah. That That's the performance that I was looking for in them games. Yeah. That's the sort of, do you know when you just dominate the game like you did today? Yeah, yeah. Rather than sort I mean, of, Cause Cause I know like, you... Exactly, say we always beat the big teams, like we always do. That's why, like, I'm, I know our last nine games in the Prem, I, I always say five are winnable, which they are, but obviously the last three are, are tough games. But I think that, that gives me no reason but to feel more confident, if anything. Yeah, so you, 
where where are you on this top four? Because uh, you've got quite a gap now, so that's the thing. Yeah. You've got quite a gap. Well, with me with West Ham drawing today, and not winning, the gap's now seven points with with equal games played. So that that's why I'm really. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about West Ham. The only team I can see catching it is I, I still think there's something in me that still thinks Liverpool could do it. That's the only team. I, know, I, but ten, I think ten, it's ten points grinders yeah, in no. nine games. It's quite a lot to make up in it. Well, it, it, it depends though because you the, you lose the first game and they win and then it you know what I mean. But yeah, yeah. I, I, it would be very unlikely because we I mean um, we literally have to Liverpool would have to win at least. Seven, seven or eight of the last yeah. ten, yeah, and we'd have to lose like four, so it's quite unlikely to be fair. No, I know you, you, you're definitely right. Last nine, sorry, yeah. But the, the, my my head, the way my head works is there's any team that can do that, it's them, mm. really. I mean, what you, what's your stance on the on our top four position? Because I know you've been, I'm going to say it's stubborn for quite a while. You don't want to change your opinion, but are you starting to feel like? I mean, it's it. I mean, it's an FA Cup game, I know, but. The performance levels are really improved. You see, so I mean, this, do you know when I, I said earlier, didn't I, when about the Chelsea thing? Yeah. Like, them, they're the sort of games where I'm like, you know, actually, you're starting to sort of do what I'd expect a top four team to do, in a yeah. way. Sort of be, behave like one, I guess, is the best way of putting it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're the sort of performances that make me think, you know what, the, these might eventually get it. Because mm. as much as as much as you are, like, don't mind this sort of, like, where you in a way, hanging on against like Chelsea and stuff, where you've got everyone behind the ball and sort of controlling it that way. I I just don't think that approach works anymore, which is why I so much preferred the approach today. And I think you can put you've proved today actually that you can play the five at the back and keep sort of yeah. have stability, but while also that's the thing. But I've never Matt, seen Matt play a five. Yeah, I mean normally we dominate the ball if we play a four. Like usually we're we're quite dominant, yeah. but with a five we never really have the ball at all because we usually sit quite deep. So to to play a five and still sort of attack the game and and be quite dominant. I mean, possession wise, I think it was about fifty fifty anyway. But usually with a five, we we don't have about forty percent of the ball. So I was quite impressed to see that. Yeah, no, no, I, I do see what you mean. That's 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 the sort. I think that is the way for me that you get top four. If you look at all the teams that are successful at the moment, the sort of I guess Mourinho way of playing, the sort of hmm. controlling it without the ball. And it just for me, it just doesn't work as a tactic anymore. There's two. Sort I think the, of, the, the way the only team that sort of, nowadays for me. The only team that's sort of carrying that flag that are, that are quite successful at it in the Premier is probably West Ham at the minute. But would they finish top four? Probably not. But I think West Ham do play quite similar football to Tottenham in, in the sense that they're very well organised and, and sit quite deep. But yeah, I, I mean, I if you look around all the big big teams around the world, the only team I can think of top of me that are sort of a good side. That do it is Atletico Madrid, and they obviously got schooled by Chelsea. Well, Inter Milan as well, but I suppose they're not sort they're of. Not the a, they're teams. not as bad. They're not as bad for it. Hmm. Uh, I, I know. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I completely. That, agree. For me, in modern day football, this this sort of defending the block and sort of hitting on the break isn't the tactic that that, that wins your football match. I think. Yeah. It is the sort of like you sort of performed today perfectly. I, yeah. do, I generally do think if you can sort of sustain that sort of performance, you you, you will get top four. But Even I mean, I mean we should be looking ahead rather than behind us as well. I always say um, I'm looking at fifth, but there's no reason for me to be looking above us for sort of second place. I honestly believe that. I mean, it's it's still a big ask because of the size of of United's squad compared to ours, especially with our injuries. But United have 
shown that Europa not... League to play though as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah they've got still got Europa League and and we've got the FA and we've got Southampton next in the FA Cup semi final. It's a very winnable game as well. You got the good side, didn't you? The draw. Yeah, it means so much to to Leicester as a club to to finally because we've got the most appearances in the FA Cup final without winning it. So we've never won it. So I'd be absolutely ecstatic if we could win it. We've not year. won the FA Cup, Leicester. I didn't know. No, no, we've got. I think we've been to the final about five times and we, we've never won it. So. It does amaze me the sort of rise of Leicester because you you've got to give props to them. They are they are definitely the blueprint. Like when I look at sort of Leeds' progression over the next five ten years time. Leicester's sort of where we want to be. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. It's such a sort of... It shows that it can be done. Cause it you can, can be done, yeah. Even like last year, yeah, I know you finished fifth and sort of threw it away at the end, I think it's fair to say. You, you were still there or thereabouts and you were yeah. you were sort of challenging the the big dogs, I guess. Yeah. And it, well, yeah, it baffles it, me. Like about, I said, didn't I, in the thing, and Alex obviously didn't agree, but it was a friend we've got. Um, that It amazes me how you become this team and Man United have just sort of fallen from grace from where they were. Mm. It's baffling. That yeah, yeah, I get what you mean because growing up for, for our generation, I, I don't know um, if you were sort of watching the Premier League sort of in the early, well, I, sp- I presume you were, but United were always so dominant, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they always were winning titles. Totally. They always had the best players. They always had, you know, Ronaldo. And now for Leicester City, you were in League One when I when I first started watching football. To now see them competing and probably looking better than Manchester United for the last couple of seasons, it's crazy. It really is crazy. I have to pinch myself sometimes because I grew up. Um, I'll never forget it. Most, I'm pretty much all of my my first football matches were, were League One. So I went to a yeah. lot of the League One games that I saw no, Leicester playing. Me, actually, yeah, well. I saw us playing like Port Vale and I saw us playing Peterborough and all these sort of. Traditional Peter was one clubs. of the big games down there as well. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't <laughs> Scunthorpe and just just clubs like that. And and I always idolise. Do you know how you always support a, a Premier League side if you're not sort of in the top league? So and I, I can't support. say I've done that, but I know I know yeah. people like. I didn't it. support. Yeah, I never never supported Man U, but I always idolised Ronaldo. I always loved watching Rooney, and and now to be in the same league as them in 2014-15, I was like, wow. This is crazy. We're in the Premier League. I'm watching my team on match of the day. I can't believe it. And then going from the first time you see your team on match of the day to seeing your team win the Premier League, I was just like... And then seeing them in the Champions League and then having a little dip, but then going back up and, and being a regular top four team. It's just been a whirlwind as a left fan. It really has. I, yeah, no, no, I think it, it does prove that with a bit of good ownership and good recruitment over a prolonged period of time, mm-hmm. it, it can be done. Because just... you say this. You say this. I know as a Leeds fan, you haven't been in the Premier League for most of your whole life, have you? Just no, seeing the team on Match of the Day, I, know it's, I bet it's, that was massive, wasn't it? It is so strange. Mm. I don't really want to go much into how, how, how I feel about Leeds being in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. From what, like you've, I just just sort of, not dream, because it sounds a bit, it's a bit too far, that, but you always <laughs> wish you were sort of in, on watching Match of the Day, so. Yeah. So, so how, how you've progressed from watching, you could better watch Match of the Day to watching the Champions League highlights. Where exactly. Next yeah. season. And in the in that it, it is mental. It's, it's really. bonkers. Yeah, it's bonkers. Just the only the only situation you've got is it's a shame you threw away to Salvia Prague in, in the Europa League. Oh yeah. I, I, to be fair, a lot of Leicester fans are quite happy that we. It lost might have that been. We said that at the time it might be a blessing. Yeah. Guys. We, we'd be screwed right now. Absolutely screwed. We'd have to literally play our youth team in the Europa League. We don't have How much do you think that played a part today? Oh, the massively. fact that Man United massively. played on Thursday and you didn't. 
Oh, not just Manchester United, but if we had a Thursday game as well, it would have. I mean, we had that Thursday game against Slavia Prague. Then we played Arsenal and lost. And you if were we were awful that day as well, we were awful, awful. exactly. So if we beat Slavia Prague on that Thursday night and, and had to play for the rest of the season, we'd be screwed, absolutely screwed. So, I mean, I I said it at the time, I'd rather finish top four and sort of progress in the Europa League, but not win it. Do you know what I mean? It's either it's all yeah. or nothing. As seen with Spurs now, because. Their, their league form suffering with the... Even Arsenal, they're, now, they're banking all on... They've got exactly. to bank on the Europa League. Yeah, Arsenal, sorry, is what I, what I was saying, yeah. No, I, 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 I do agree. I, I said that, though, when, on the running, which is why my opinion may seem to sway in a few mm. <laughs> weeks' time about where Leicester are going to finish, because yeah. I was banking on the fact that you would go through a bit further than you did. Well, it's just it just sort of when when I made that podcast a few weeks ago, it's got where I was down and out. I was battered as a left. I know I had to bring you up, and I can't believe I yeah. would. You might still get top four, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then to bite me ear off about exactly. it. Exactly. And then because I, I remember saying on that um, injuries create opportunities, but then I said, but I can't see anyone taking it. And then Kalachi Inacho just turns into the player he's, we bought. He's, him he's been that that player. Yeah. That's done that, hasn't he? yeah exactly. He's literally took that opportunity like that. I'm going to stick by that statement for the rest of my life now because it's true. Injuries create opportunities and, and Kalechi's took it. There's the title. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now to, I think we won three games in all competitions in a row, which is brilliant considering I, I, I sort of thought we were going to collapse. And I think most people, even you, no, I, were I trying was, to bring you I up. Was, I, yeah. I, I still think there's the, it'd be interesting to see when you get a bad result. Like, I know you've got Man City next. Yeah. I, I, I can't see you winning that, if I'm being honest. I, I can't really see it. I'm I'm scared for that game, to be honest. And then you've got West Ham the week after. That's the only one I'm scared for, Man City, because with the rest of the team you've got to play, you've already beat Chelsea, you've already beat Spurs, you've already beat United. Do you know what I mean? So those games, I know we can go in with confidence and I know we can win. And I say that, I've I've just forgot we we'll beat Man City 5-2 as well, but it's a different side, that, isn't it? It's a different yeah, side. the Man City, I wouldn't... I know, I get that you can use that, but... I, I just don't see there's much like there's not much relevance in that. Game. I think we can beat them though. I, I'm I'm not saying that we can't beat them. I think we can beat them. Um, in well, the should, Man United have shown in recent weeks that yeah. it's, it's doable. I think we can beat them, and I wouldn't be surprised if we did. But I'm still scared about playing them. Yeah. I I do think though West Ham now after today's result, I think that's. Yeah. I I, I generally believe now that it's between. I think Chelsea will get it because I just think they're just good too well. I think yeah. Man United are still going to get it. Obviously, I think it'll be the top four as it is now. To be fair. I think the only team that could possibly do it now for me is Liverpool. But the, if you sort of keep, if you win your next few games, then then I, I might have to <laughs> finally <laughs> yeah. throw that in a way. Finally have to change your opinion. Yeah. But no doubt, no doubt, when I do that, you'll start losing every game, and then they'll come back. <laughs> right, which is why. I've well, but, well, that, by that point, so by that point, it will probably be too late because even if we do lose a few games, you wouldn't have thought there'd be enough games to sort of lose for us to drop out again because there's already a big what is it seven point cushion so ten I'm hoping that Liverpool yeah ten above Liverpool seven above fifth West Ham I can't, so. I can't I just can't see West Ham I think after today as well they're going to be so sort of demoralising on the floor I, yeah. I can't see how they're going to do it now I, I, I'd never thought yeah. we'd... anyway the thing West Ham is if you look around all the teams in the top of the league They've always got that one player that, that shows up for them. That one player that scores goals. That one, one player that drags the game by the scuff of its neck. So for Leicester, a lot of the time it's been shared out, but mainly it's been Vardy or Barnes. Or... <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. So <laughs> there's always one player. 
Well, at Leicester, yeah. it's not really one well, player to share. I'm no. going to say Vardy, but he hasn't been brilliant recently. But, but <laughs> yeah, it's been Ian Atta in recent weeks. But Man U's got Bruno. Man City. You'd have been got... better saying Man United with Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. But with West Ham, if you know what I mean, they don't have that that player that scores them Dec- bucketfuls of goals, do they? Not for in different positions. They've got Declan Rice, who's sort of that. I know, but no one. But what I was trying to say is, no one scores the goals like their top goal scorers. Suchek, I think, in all competitions with nine goals. And I think Bamford scored like five more goals than any player on their team. Yeah, yeah, if not more. Yeah, yeah. I think their second top goal scorer is Hallow, and he's not even at the club anymore. So that sort of says it all. No, no. For me, the top four will either be what it is now or Liverpool and Leicester out. Ooh. You still think Liverpool can still, take Leicester? Do you? The, the promise, Ten points, promise. Scott. Let go of the agenda. I'm not. I I don't have it, lad. I honestly don't. I I was really cheering you on to win today. Obviously, yeah. I imagine. But uh, no. What I don't want you to do, I, I, I'd rather you win the FA Cup because I don't want Man City to win a quadruple. I don't want that. No, to I'd love it if we could stop Man City winning the FA Cup. Because we've got such a fake, like, as we say, we've sort of reared out to the uh, Premier League here, but it was an FA Cup game for us. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, as I say, we've got Southampton in the semis and, and that is such a winnable game at Wembley, isn't it? I don't want to get carried away. He's, he's, said this last year. You've got to admit, though, if there's any typical Leicester thing to do, it would be to lose that game after beating oh, Manchester. Yes. Yeah, it would, it would. It would. Because the thing yeah. is, you did this in the F, in the Carabao last yeah. year, didn't you, when you lost to Aston Villa. Yeah. And not the Aston Villa that are now, a proper, proper crap Aston Villa. Yeah, but the thing is, I think back then, it was that was when it started to come to an end, the sort of run, and we were starting to pick up less points. Now, we're only getting better as the season's, season's coming to an end, which is so encouraging, because last season it was the collapse, and this season it's obviously... The, the opposite was sort of coming into our form at, at the right time. So I think with the Southampton game, we'll be going into it full of confidence as opposed oh, yeah. to... No, you'll, you'll definitely be massive favourites and you should win yeah. that game. And th- do you know what I would keep saying about this Rodgers, like, can he do it right at the end sort of thing? Mm. Well, I rate Rodgers, but I, yeah, I'm still questioning, can he do it right at the end? The, these we'll Southampton games are the sort of ones where yeah. that's where my sort of logic comes in that it, I could see you losing somehow there's some part of me that thinks you might lose that game and you, I shouldn't be saying that like hey, that shouldn't mm. be in me well think. I think this this is the turning point isn't it and the reason why I'm so confident we'll win is just because of Ian Acho like if you want to bet just bet on Ian Acho to score against Villa he will there you bet are against uh, Southampton sorry he will even today when, when, is, when is it when is this semi-final do you know I don't know I, I think it's they, they're trying to get fans in for it so it'll probably be in a month or so it's 17th of April. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if you want to bet, just just stick it in actually to score. That's, of, that's if he's still in the scoring form he is now. Cause yeah, he, he will be. He, I think we, don't, we don't condone Matt putting that bet on the yeah. record. We're not condoning gambling. Yeah, don't, don't gamble. Or gamble responsibly. <laughs> but if I was to recommend anything, just stay away from it, to be honest. Get your deposit yeah. limit on £10 a month. Leave it at that. <laughs> that's all you need to do. Um, under 18, don't bother starting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, some yeah. people say. Some anyway, game indeed. Yeah. Anyway, before we carry on about the bookies gambling, always win. Yeah. Like, <laughs> now we start giving gambling advice. It makes <laughs> the episode needs to come to a close. Yeah. Thanks for coming on those usual, man. Yeah. Cheers from me on Scott. Cheers. But me and Mark have done another episode as well that I haven't uploaded yet, but it's sort of in the bank, which I'll upload tomorrow. Which was what episode about. What was that? What did we discuss? Oh, it was the England one, wasn't it? England. We discussed the England squad. 
Um, and people that are missing, like Trent, exactly. So, if you after you've viewed this one, tomorrow you should see another podcast appear in your description or description feed on your Twitter feed. Or, there you uh, are. There you are. Yeah. Anyway, thanks Go for on, listening. Plug, plug your Twitter. Plug your Twitter. <laughs> at the Prem Project. Follow at the Prem Project on Twitter. Thanks for. <laughs> Let me do that, Mark. And I'll put no. a link to Mark's as well. You can follow that as well. He's oh, a mild guy me on followers, you see. So he needs I am, to I am. Anyway, we are really dripping on now. So thanks everyone for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye for now. <laughs>